Welcome to Things I Got Wrong, your general trivia podcast with a healthy dose of internet and media things. I'm Ryan Bott. I'm Rachel Miller. I'm Stuart Hopkins. We have a trivia game to get to, and this is the very 10th ever, we've finally made it to double digits, ever episode, and even better, the cherry on top, this is our special round robin episode where all four of us have an undoubtedly amazing round of questions for the other three to answer and vie for all of the Christmas time sleigh bells and Santa's internet points. So it's time to double down on the double digits. Double down, get your New Year's resolutions right, uh, resolve to be better at trivia and answer more trivia questions, all of it. (laughs) So all four of us have a unique round that uh, none of the other, we don't know what each other's round is yet, uh, but we're going to find out very soon because we're starting, not as always, with Stu giving the first round. Excellent. Thank you. Um, my New Year's resolution is to win a round of things I got wrong in trivia. <laughs> you know, you d- in in my defense and in everyone's defense as a game host, uh, you did make it to the finals at least once, and then you created it all up. Yes. No, this is very... <laughs> I, I will be forever scarred from... Uh, when you're so close, <laughs> and you just create it all up. <laughs> <laughs> I know I, mean, I could have blocked like my way through battle? that. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, so my round of trivia is going to be Disney themed. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I'm uh, all about this. I feel like it's an equal playing ground for all the contestants. Um, and I have six questions for you. Each one will be worth two points and it will be uh, a free for all, you know, so just buzz in uh, and I will call you and you can answer it. Awesome. Uh, starting with question number one, what is the only Disney movie where the main character does not speak? Oh, um, uh, Ryan. Ryan. Is it Dumbo? It is Dumbo. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Two points to Ryan. Alrighty. Question number two, what animal is Monstro? Monstro. I don't remember what Monstro is. I don't remember where Monstro's from. If, if nobody gets this, I will I'll name the movie that it's from. Monstro. Uh, can I just throw out a guess and say Hunchback sure. of Notre Dame? It is not. Okay. The Monstro is from the movie Pinocchio. Can I take a guess? Yeah. Is this the whale? It is. It's the whale. Oh. Woo. Uh, nice. So for that one, I'll, I'll give you one point because I had to go for uh, the hint. I'll take all the points I can get. <laughs> Sweet. Alrighty, this one's a fun one. Um, how many eggs does Gaston eat for breakfast now that he's a fully grown man? Uh, uh Rachel. Rachel. Is it um, 12 dozen eggs? Uh, it's it is not. Dozen. It's, I, it's a lot, a lot of lot eggs, eggs in the song. Ryan. Ryan. Is it 12? It's not. It's not one dozen eggs. Okay. You guys want to do one more round of guesses, or? Um. I I know the song, and I know it's several dozen. That, that's it is definitely several dozen. He says a number. Oh wait, wait. Can I take a guess? Sure. Is it five dozen eggs? It's five dozen eggs. Right. He eats sixty eggs for breakfast. 
I'm gonna say yeah. four. Does the I song actually a... say sixty or does it say five dozen? It says five. He dozen. says five dozen, but okay. I said I wanted that so that way you had to do a little math. <laughs> you know, he's yoked up on protein. He yeah. can break something wrapped around his neck just by flexing his neck muscles. This is true. This is Gaston. <laughs> no one eats like Gaston. No one mm-hmm. fights like Gaston. Alrighty, question number four. What Disney princess wears pants instead of a dress? It's Jasmine. Oh, nice. duh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I wanted to say she does Mulan, wear the and I was just like, I don't know. She's not a Disney princess. She's, yeah. What? She doesn't marry into royalty, and she wasn't born royalty. She's not a princess. Who cares? She's mm-hmm. awesome. I mean, but I, that doesn't, like, being awesome doesn't mean you have to be a princess. She, she yes, she a is captain. a Disney princess. Really? Yeah. Right, but she does. There was does. a debate about this. I mean, I'm I'm sure Disney princesses, quote unquote, is is just the you know more of the generalization of all of them. Right, right. Jasmine should have been so much more obvious. I mean, Aladdin's definitely my favorite Disney movie, and I got I was stuck between like Pocahontas and Mulan. And I was like, why don't one of them wear pants right now? <laughs> right. And, and Jasmine never wears a dress. Mulan does wear a dress or at least like a robe yeah. or something throughout the rest of it. Um, she does wear pants at one point, but Jasmine is exclusively pants in the crowd. Right, pop. right. Cool. Uh, question number five. What classic animated Disney movie has the most songs in it? Ryan. Ryan. Uh, I think it's Snow White. It is not Snow White. This Rachel. one will actually surprise you. Rachel. Is it Cinderella? It's not Cinderella. I think Rachel. that was out there, though. Is there, right. is there a clue? Or I have one more guess as well, but Rachel. Is okay. it Sleeping Beauty? Uh, it's not Sleeping Beauty, no. I'm just it going is. down the list now. Is there, is there a clue? or? Sure. Uh, we'll do a clue and then another round of guesses. Uh, I don't believe that she is actually a Disney princess. Okay. Like the, My... hand, the hand-drawn animation. Yeah, my my other guess is more just because it's out there, but I was going to say the Black Cauldron. Oh, no, it is not Black Cauldron, though. That is okay. one of the best. Mm, not a Disney princess. Is it like the, there was, I, don't, I have no idea if this one's Disney or not. Is this like the Thumbelina? It's not Thumbelina, no. I don't remember if that's even Disney. It is, it is a classic animated disney movie with the hand-drawn animation it is a main it is a main title in their series oh i uh, well <laughs> no go for it no go for it is it fantasia it's not fantasia Dang no it's all right beauty and the beast gonna, was after 1980 yeah and yeah. that one had cgi in it um it is alice in wonderland oh oh and it had, wow it had 23 songs in the whole movie i don't remember <laughs> one of them yeah yeah. Alrighty, no points for that round. Alright, question number six and the final question of my round is what was Mickey Mouse's original name? Oh, uh, Ryan. Ryan. Oh, crap. It's, it's between two in my head, but I think it was... <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Oliver? It was not Oliver. Oh, man. I have man, no idea, so... I feel like I just okay. heard this recently, and I, it's not coming to me now. I'm going to give you a hint. Uh, the name is still used in the series and is now a villain's name um, in most of the occurrences of it. Hmm. 
<laughs> I actually knew this when I was a kid. Uh, oh, just from Stu knows this because he cartoon. was a child. <laughs> uh, I can't remember the vil- like the Mickey villains. Yeah, like I know they exist, and I know the whole story arc there, but like I don't, I don't remember any of that. And I mean, villain is a loose term, right? Like nowadays, sure. especially, it's uh, it's a looser term. Is it? Um, I think. It's like Mortimus. It's Mortimer Mouse. Mortimer. I will give you a point. I will give you a point for that. All right. Nice. Nice. I awesome. knew it was in that vein. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the Mickey villains are generally like Pete the Cat, you know, or Pete, mm-hmm. and then Mortimer Mouse, um, which was, you know, the alternative villain. He was kind of like the second villain uh, that was around in the old cartoons, and then nowadays he's on like more modern shows of like Mickey and the Roadster Racers and Mickey's like clubhouse or whatever as a, as like a side, like okay, technically friend character, but technically villain. Like he's kind of, right. He's, you know, he's, he's a gray territory. Gotcha. Uh, Rachel, you're up next with your round. I hope you guys are ready. Cause as I've been so excited be. for this round for so long. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy it at least partway as much as I do. So as everyone probably knows, I'm a law student, and every law student has to take constitutional law. Oh, no. (laughs) And the Supreme Court grants less than 5% of um, petitions for certiorari, also known as cert petitions. Every year, around 7,000 are submitted. They hear 80 of them, and they give opinions on 50 of them without hearing. So uh, if, you, if you submit something to the Supreme Court, it's highly likely it's going to be denied or denied can, cert. Can you give an example of one of those? That's been denied? Or that's, that's gone through, that's been heard? Um, last year was a state, uh, it, actually something that's going to be heard very soon is health and health and healthcare, uh, Vitiva Pharmaceuticals, which Ooh. is what um, on sale means under patent law. So Ooh. that one was granted cert this last summer. So I know, <laughs> I know it's super interesting. So I have here six questions and one bonus for fun. These questions are famous <laughs> cases that you will have run across in school. Okay. Oh, These man. are, I, I kept them to the most famous cases that are still talked about that are and these are, and, uh, I'm assuming, American or U.S. cases. I only am touching U.S. cases. And the way they're formatted, yes. So let me just see. So I believe the youngest one is from the early 2000s. The, the, yeah, the youngest one is from the early 2000s. So okay. I'm, I'm picking ones that have been around long enough that we all, we all were still relatively in school when these okay. have happened. So okay. I will give you an example so for the most of these, I'm going to give you a little bit of background, and you have to guess the case. If you get the full case name, both parties, you get three points. If you get okay. one party, you get two. Um, and with one of these questions, is formatted a little differently, and I will get to that. So we'll start off with the fun question just to give you an idea. This case held that tomatoes are a vegetable. The case is Nix v. Hedden, 
It's not a super well-known case, but it's a really funny holding because that's the entire <laughs> holding of the case is that tomatoes are a vegetable. It's a vegetable. In one of these, I will put it, the, the name in it because it's a hard name. So I did kind of calculate where the names were harder. You said most of these should be known to some degree. We should have heard these before. Yes. Okay. okay. Your eyes ready? <laughs> as much as I, I can. I object. That, that's not an option. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure that, that these ones are actually easier than the last round robin, my question. So, <laughs> okay. This highly detested 1857 case was nullified by the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments. Uh, what is the name of the case? Yes. Ugh. It is also known as the case that basically said that slaves cannot be automatically given freedom. Right. Oh, it's that they cannot? And then that was... Yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. And it was changed by constitutional amendment. Okay. Do? Yes. Um, is it the one that's like Brown versus the, like, the fuck if I know. The... It is not Brown v. Board. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Brown v. Board overturned um, the case that said separate but equal, which is a different case. Segregation in schools. Okay. Which came later. Okay, so I was on the right track at least. Yeah. You guys can will I, know it the minute I say the name. Can I just guess yeah. that Lincoln is in the name? No. All right. That's as far okay. as I can go. Okay. Um, it is Dred Scott. Oh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is Dred man. Scott v. Sanford. So if you guys get, this is kind of, I put, I picked the most popular ones that you still hear about a lot. Totally, yeah. Okay. Okay. I, okay. okay I, I'm, I'm following along. Okay, and this one, this next one, because the name is hard, this um, Gideon v. Wainwright is a 1963 case that held, in cases of felonies, defendants have the right to a what? I remember the name Gideon. I, I wasn't sure. I was really debating versus lawyer and jury. Okay, so this one I'm going to ask you guys not to answer until I finish reading it. Okay. It's a little long. So, under an alias, Nora McCarvey sued the Dallas County Attorney General and at the Supreme Court, in, made it to the Supreme Court in 1971. This case was not decided until 1973. It's known for many things, but two of the lesser known ones are a new rule for standing, which is capable of repetition, yet ev evading review, and the worst legal joke in history. Still. Oh, sorry. Once, Go ahead. Where the, where the attorney for the defendant went up and said, Mr. Chief Justice, and may it please the court, it's an old joke, but where a man is against two beautiful women like this, they're going to have to have the last word. The court was reportedly not amused. Um... Stu, would you I, like to try? Stu, do you still want to go? I, no, I take back my buzz <laughs> in. <laughs> there um, are lots of cute clues in that joke as well. Ryan. Yes. Is it? I'm actually going to be upset if you guys don't get the full case name because this one is big. Oh. 
Yeah. <laughs> so under an alias, Nora McCarvey sued the Dallas County Attorney General at the Supreme Court in 1971, but this case was not decided until 1973. And it's known for many things much larger than the two I mentioned. And two of the lesser include the new rule for standing, but also the most, the worst legal joke in history, which is, Mr. Chief Justice, and may it please the court, it's an old joke, but when a man is against two beautiful women like this, they're going to have the last word. Oh, boy. It's, it's, uh, in, it's in the news all the time. I'll give you guys that. Can I, uh, I'll just guess that it, I don't know the names, but is it about grandstanding or filibustering? It is not. Okay. So this Boy. case, would you guys like another clue? Yes, please. Yeah. So this case was paired with another case where the plaintiff's name was Jane Doe. Uh, and Jane this Doe. person also went by an alias. Is is this the is this the right to be forgotten? No. I will give this to you guys. This is Roe v. Wade. What? Yes. Nora McCarvey sued Dallas County Attorney General Wade. And uh, she actually became a staunch um, pro-life. <laughs> I did not say Wade on purpose because that would give it away. Okay. Well, we'll see wow. how well this goes. That's yeah, I got really crazy. <laughs> I, I remember you saying, man, I remember hearing about that, that case that's a lot more to do with like, you know, what it's, you know, more known for. Oh, that was crazy. So this 1966 case held that defendants must be warned about their Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination. Miranda is one of them. Does anyone know the other? Uh, I think it's Miranda v. Arizona. Ryan, I will give you a point for that. <laughs> if you guys should know, that was actually originally going to go right after Gideon v. Rainwright, but I have to change my <laughs> based, on, based on the follow-up <laughs> questions. Okay. So I actually use this case for you guys specifically because of all your tech backgrounds. Ooh. So... Ooh. Developers of peer-to-peer -peer file programs may be held liable under copyright law from this early 2000s case. Uh, Ryan? Yes. Ryan. Uh, I'm going to say Napster's in there. It is not Napster. Hmm. You're, in the right, you're, you're in the right lane, though. Mm -hmm. this, uh, this particular company, I believe this case ruined it. It's that drummer from Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also going to plead yeah. the fifth and not incriminate myself by naming all the torrent sites I can think of. <laughs> what if you can think of? Is it Livewire? No, but from what I know, Stu, I think you're the closest so far. That's or LimeWire. That's what I meant. Yeah, that was the last uh, the last guess I had. 
Okay, guys. Unfortunately, I don't know much more about this case other than this holding. Otherwise, it would give you guys more details. But this is MGM Studios v. Grokster. Oh. Grokster. This case ruined Grokster because it opened it up and then they got just, I believe they just got flooded with suits because normally thir- normally hosting sites can kind of hide behind the Communications Decency Act, which basically mm-hmm. says they can't be held liable. But mm-hmm. they're held like peer-to-peer file sharings are actually in the process of helping this happen. So where they've, they've actually taken a part hmm. in it. So last question. I was I was definitely thinking of Ryan doing this because I ranted Tim last semester about this case. Oh, boy. So this case is the case that allowed Japanese internment in the Second World War and was a compelling state interest in national security. In Rachel's words, and in the words of many others, it's also known as the worst decision ever made by the Supreme Court. I and, remember uh, the case, I a second and I clue. do not remember the second. name of it. This clue is uh, this case made headlines again this last summer when it was finally overturned during the case where Trump's travel ban was upheld. Of oh. all the cases where it could be overturned. Is it... I have a name in my head of either like... Mac- MacArthur or McCarthy? Is that anywhere close? We're in the right era, but it's not. Mm, okay. Maca- MacArthur was the senator who did the communist looking for oh, non-American okay. people. Well, I won't I, drag this one out. So This is Korematsu. Korematsu. I remember that name. In the okay. U.S. and famously his son filed an amicus brief against the travel ban. That you, it was legally allowed to have the Japanese put in internment camps during the Second World War because there was a compelling national security interest. And it has never, ever been repeated. And it, it would never be held constitutional today. And as most people from that era said, it should never have been held constitutional then. Well, this round ended a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. I will be honest to you guys that even though I have read lots and lots of cases, so many cases, I did find these by looking up the most popular and the most well-known, like literally those terms in Google. All right. So this is my round. Uh, end of the year, uh, Rachel was definitely excited. to. S- she repeatedly told me that uh, I was going to hate her round <laughs> and uh, justifiably so. So I know something that Rachel probably hates more than I hate law, and that would be Christmas carols. So I have uh, six questions, six Christmas carol before and after questions, where like we've done before, uh, I will give a small plot synopsis where the last word of the first part is the first word of the second part, much like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air and B. Or air, the Fresh Prince of Airbnb. Yeah, you, you get the idea. Yeah. All right. So these are going to pull into Christmas carols and then movies and TV shows and the like. So uh, buzz in. Each question is worth two points. Uh, question number one. While his new night job seemed calm and bright, Larry soon realized everything around him is soon coming to life and not in heavenly peace like he had hoped. Like I said, we are doing Christmas Carol before and after. 
Well, Can I his, take a guess? Yes, Rachel. Christmas night at the museum? Uh, not Christmas night at the museum. While his new job... Oh. Uh, Stu. All right, Stu. Is it Silent Night it at the Museum? Silent Night at the Museum. Oh, I'm so upset. While his new job <laughs> seemed calm and bright, you know, Larry soon realized everything around him was soon coming to life and not in heavenly peace like he had hoped. All right, question number two. Before Earth received her king, it's overrun by zombies attracted to sound. As this former UN investigator is tasked to find a cure before heaven and nature sing. Before Earth received her king, it's overrun by zombies attracted to sound. As this former UN investigator is tasked to find a cure before heaven and nature sing. It's so hard to not just start singing the lions. Yeah. I don't know the movie. I know the song. (laughs) (laughs) I think you guys need to teamwork because I don't know either. So I'm not going to steal it from you guys. I pinky promise. It's Joy to the World War Z. Oh. Uh, Before Earth received her king and uh, to find a cure before heaven and nature sing and heaven and nature. Yeah. All right. Question number three. It was more than just a fairy tale. The day this man attempted his balancing act across the World Trade Center towers. It's a race between his arrest and him melting away. This one's my favorite one of the round. Frosty the Snowman on wire. Wow. It's more than just a fairy tale. And it was a race between him just melting away. Yep. In the day he attempted his balancing act across the Trade Center Towers. Question number four. Oh, lovely Tenenbaums, how lovely are thy branches of three scary Halloween segments every year. Let us all remember this lovable yellow family and the real true meaning of Christmas. Oh, lovely Tenenbaums, how lovely are thy branches. The yearly three scary Halloween segments from the lovable yellow family. And then the only other lyrics I could pull out of Christmas tree that weren't. Oh, Christmas tree. (laughs) 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 Nice. All right. Question number five. Uh, It's slightly longer. So I'll ask you wait till the very end, but she should have stayed over that night on Christmas Eve instead of falling for this army soldier who's forced back into duty. It's not her fault she's been drinking too much eggnog and stumbled out into the snow after writing that letter. I know oh, the song, I, got it. I don't know the movie. Uh, Rachel. I got it. Um, Grandma got ran over by a dear private Ryan. Uh, no. Stu. Stu. <laughs> Wait. No. Oh, wait, no, I got that wrong. I got the wrong. No, never mind. I'm... Oh, I got that wrong. Uh, she should have stayed over that night on Christmas Eve instead of falling for this army soldier who's forced back into duty. It's not her fault she's been drinking too much eggnog and stumbled out onto the snow after writing that letter. Stu? Stu. Grandma got run over by a reindeer, John? Yes. Dear That's John. what I was thinking of, Stu, and I just couldn't, couldn't get <laughs> Thank it. You. 
I thought it was baby, it's cold outside because mm, like the drinking too much very, yeah. eggnog and stuff and staying over. So yeah, the grandma got ran over by a reindeer uh, after, I don't remember the lyrics off the top of my head, after walking back home on Christmas Eve, something about drinking eggnog, stumbling out into the snow. Yep. <laughs> Seriously. Especially then when like the second and third verses are like, grandpa seems to be doing okay. He's drinking beer and sat in front of the couch all day watching TV. (laughs) Grandma got ran over by a reindeer, John. So that's uh, two points to stew. All right. Question number six. Last question of the game. This curly haired kid juggles school, romance, and family with a best friend who's a poor boy too and no gifts to bring his weirdly named love, but he plays along next door to this lovable mentor and teacher. I know the song, but I don't know. I have a question, Ryan. Uh, Yes, Rachel. Do your answers also include TV shows? Uh, They are TV shows as well. Okay, pick me. Rachel. Little Drummer Boy Meets World? Nice, yes. The Little Drummer Boy Meets World. As the curly-haired kid juggles yep juggles school romance and family his best friend who's a poor boy too would be sean and no gifts to bring his weirdly named love would be topanga but he plays along next door to his lovable mentor and teacher who would be mr feeney Feeney. i would like to give ryan a fun fact about myself well i might complain about christmas music around i grew up in a family that never takes the christmas lights down and after Christmas, they become party lights until it's Christmas again. <laughs> yeah. So, and my dad plays it year round. So. Well, that's the end of the game. Uh, thank you guys so much for being on. That was awesome. All the questions are lots of fun, even the insanely hard law questions. But I did yeah. my best. Just as they should be. Awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, thanks to everyone listening. Uh, you can go check out our website at thingsigotwrong.com. And if you have trivia topic ideas of your own, and uh, I do know some are coming in from some friends and listeners, uh, you can email them in at thingsigotwrong at gmail.com. And that's the last episode of the year. Uh, awesome way to go out of 2018. And we will see you in 2019. Until then, we will say so long. Bye, everybody.